0: Second down, out of the shotgun, play action, Cousins on a deep drop, here's a deep shot to Stefan Diggs, and it's caught to the 20, 15, 10, get down! 75-yard strike, Cousins, Diggs, 23-20. It's time for X's and O's, with Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer, on the Minnesota Vikings radio network. Now, from the TCO Studios in Egan, here is the voice of the Vikings, Paul Allen. It's X's and O's on the Vikings Radio Network. Vikings and Chicago Bears in a Northern Division collision this Sunday, 325 on KFAN and the Vikings Radio Network, and we welcome you to Twin Cities Orthopedics Performance Center for our weekly chat with Minnesota Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer. Uh, before we um, uh, deep dive this game and chat about some of your players and coaches and stuff, Marcus Sherrills is back with the team. Um, in my opinion, the best uh, punt returner in the history of Vikings football. What um, what What do you like about Marcus, but specifically the way he returns punts?
1: well uh you know he's he's very solid catching the football uh he's got great acceleration uh sees the field really well and uh you know we're gonna need him uh in soldier field on sunday how
0: um how i know you chat with offensive line coach and run game coordinator rick uh, rick dennison so just just follow me on this how often do you chat with him probably daily okay um is it always football mostly. Okay, what I'm getting at is your run game coordinator and you probably know this has a masters in civil engineering and his father was the president of the University of Montana. So, like do you ever discuss civil engineering or mathematics or anything with Rick Dennison? I mean, he's so smart.
1: Yeah, no, I don't uh do any anything with math.
0: If if you guys Mike, if you guys were to get, you know, specifically members of your offensive coaching staff together and like Compete, maybe for prize money with another team. I mean, you know, Petsing with the math background, Stefanski Ivy League, Denison Masters in Civil Engineering. I mean, if you guys ever competed in a spelling bee, you'd be like prohibitively favored to win.
1: I think we'd be in trouble defensively, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, but see, you guys uh, have been quite good at that for, uh, for many years. Um, the... Uh, speaking of Denison and, and the running game, two eleven against Oakland, the, the the wide zone runs. Either you defending them over the years, or you guys running them. Are they tough to defend? What makes them tough to defend?
1: Well, the, the, there's a few things that get makes it tough to defend. Uh, you know, they get the, the defensive linemen and linebackers running so hard to stay with our guys, and then uh, and then the, they have the cutback seams. And if you get one guy out of the gap, you have a chance to hit hit a big run and get into the secondary. Uh the second thing is that we we got those guys on the ground a lot last week. We did a lot of cutting and uh you know defensive players typically hate that.
0: Now with um with your offensive staff, I mean I just rattled off practically half of it. Uh is are things offensively being run the way you want them to be run? I mean we'll call it the Zimmer way.
1: Oh yeah, I, I like I like uh being able to be balanced. I like it's the way that we run the football. I like to play action passes. Uh, you know, we're, we're still probably a little bit of a work in progress in the passing game, but I think uh, we continue to work on that. We've got to finish better in our pass protections uh, than we did last week, but uh, for the most part, we had a decent pocket and, and uh, you know, obviously no sacks, and I thought, Kirk, did a nice job uh, uh using his legs to uh create some opportunities
0: with uh with the quarterback you know his last game would would you describe it as efficient did you think it was an efficient game
1: yeah i thought he played very well uh you know he took care of the football made a nice uh touchdown throw to uh adam early in the ball game uh got him outside on the pocket a couple times on on the keepers and then um you know, we had had some quick throws in there that we were able to uh get the ball to Diggs and, and uh Rudy a couple times and then to uh Irv.
0: Now you ran for two eleven against Oakland. That that's a high end number. But but that I mean in, in, in theory, that's how you want it to go, right? I mean you well what I'm getting at here is since you've been head coach when you guys run 28 times or more in a game your record is 38 and 2. I mean 28s a big number but 38 and 2 is a pretty good number.
1: Yeah, I'll take 38 and 2 the next <laughs> next 40 games too.
0: But you can't come into a game, you know, necessarily saying we have to run 28 times. No. You know how do you get there?
1: No, I I mean a lot of times the game is dictated by how that happens you know if you're behind you got to throw the ball if you but the thing that i like about it is matter of fact coach parcells called me uh, after the game on on sunday and he says your team's a lot like some of the teams i had when when you get a lead it's really hard for them to get the ball back because you can run it and then you can play defense. So, uh, you know, hopefully we can continue to get leads and and control the, the tempo of the ball game.
0: Mike Zimmer, X's and O's, Vikings Radio Network. Certainly not asking you to make a prediction for um, 211 rushing yards at Soldier Field, but against this specific defense, do you feel comfortable that, that running it the way you want to run it is, is something you can do?
1: Well, these guys are loaded. load. Um, you know, they're very, very stout up front. Uh, they do a, a really good job in the back end. Um, you know, we're, we're going to have to work like crazy to do that, and Dalvin's going to have to hit some seams, um, you know, They haven't had a lot of uh, uh, explosive plays on them in the running game, so, um, in their terrific defense. So, we're going to have to stick with it and we're going to have to fight through it and, and, uh, Grid it and and be tough. And, you know, I think our offensive line played extremely hard last week. We're going to have to do the same thing this week.
0: Most teams are better at home uh, than on the road. With the Bears, specifically with the defense, do you notice it's better at home than on the road?
1: Uh, They're pretty good everywhere. Uh, You know, I think, you know, typically defenses travel pretty well, and uh, they're they're darn good defensive front. They've got their their front seven guys are really tough uh physical uh great size you know 315 350 uh you know Floyd's playing well obviously um Mac is a really good player um you know the Roquan Smith is an excellent excellent football player for you know he he does a great job in running and getting to the ball so they they've got a lot of talent up there and um you know we're we're going to have to play really well to beat them
0: with um with with Cody Whitehair playing left guard and James Daniels now at the center i mean that's something new this year how 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 is that working for them
1: yeah it's working well i don't think there's much difference uh you know uh, daniel's played a, a decent amount last year and and whitehair's you know he's been a, a really good center um so I don't think it, it really changes that much. It's probably similar to Elfline and uh, Bradbury.
0: With uh, with Kirk Cousins in the Oakland game, is that how you want him to play? I mean, it's a home game, and, and it's against a team, with all due respect, not as good as what you're going to see this weekend. But you just overall, when watching it back, is that how you want him to play?
1: Well, I want him to play uh, solid, smart football. And, uh, you know, whatever the game dictates, that's what, that's what he needs to do. And so, you know, depending on if we throw it Eighteen times, or we throw it thirty-five times. So just uh, you know, take care of the football, get the ball out in the right places, and and let our athletes uh, work in space.
0: With uh, Irv Smith and those three catches for sixty yards is it was that a game specific situation or have you noticed that that he's professionally maturing
1: well i think he's maturing he's you know he he got a couple man coverage things and he was able to beat man coverage so that was nice to see um you know he's 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 a very athletic guy and he's starting to learn i you know the 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 seven route he caught he he actually went to the top of the route kind of leaned the guy back to the inside and then broke back out so you know those are the kind of little subtleties that you start to see in in uh, route running
0: with uh, with with the way Chicago plays, do you anticipate your receiver, specifically Thielen and Diggs getting a fair amount of single coverage at Soldier Field?
1: Well, they're going to get some uh, some shell coverage. Uh, there's no doubt. You know, they believe very strongly about their about their front guys, and so uh, we're going to have to take advantage of uh, which side they're they're clouded to, or which side they're they're uh, stand to the man to man side, and and. Uh, you know, we'll have an opportunity to hit some things in there. You know, Rudolph may end up being a big factor in this ball game because of some of the zones they play. And then, um, you know, hopefully, we can continue to hit, play some, get some play action passes going. With
0: with uh, their coach, your adversary this week, Matt Nagy. Uh, what what's his coaching style?
1: I think he, you know, he's an offensive guy that wants to go for it. Uh, you know, it seems like, you know, he's got the, all the movements and emotions and the different personnel groups and um, you know the zone reads and the reverses and sticking Cordero at tailback and letting him run a jet sweep. So you know, there's a lot of uh, wide open variations in their offense.
0: Their their rookie running back David Montgomery, looking at it from afar and looking back at his at his college stuff. It seems like he's tough to tackle, like arm tackling bad against him.
1: Yeah, he's a, he's a strong runner, um, you know, stocky, uh, thick, but runs hard. He uh, he doesn't go down real easy, so we're going to have to gang tackle him.
0: Good luck this weekend, and thanks for the chat. Thank you. Mike Zimmer, head coach of the Minnesota Vikings, and I'm Paul Allen. When we return, assistant offensive line coach Andrew Janoco talks about this uh, running game and much more when we continue with X's and O's on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings Radio center. He puts Diggs in motion to the right. They're going to hand it to Adam Thielen. And he walks into the end zone! Rushing touchdown! Adam Thielen! And it's 20-0 Vikings! Welcome back to X's and O's on the Vikings Radio Network. A very special guest joining us shortly, but first... You know, Friday means the Friday football feast in front of the Bears game. It's at Buffalo Wild Wings Chanhassen this week. Enjoy game day specials and grab a Coors Light, the official beer of drinking beer on Friday mornings. Also, visit the New Vikings Museum and team headquarters at Vikings Lakes. It's in Egan. Learn more by visiting eganmn.com for details. Happy now to be joined by Andrew Janoco. He spent five years with the Vikings. He's the assistant offensive line coach, Vikings and Bears, Sunday, 325 KFAM and the Vikings radio network. Uh, Andrew, first, uh, welcome to the show. And uh, secondly, what do you enjoy most about your job?
2: Uh, uh, Thanks for having me, Paul. Um, You know, I think it's just being around the game. I I love football. I've grown up with football. Um, I've you know i played football and just being around it and getting to be around it at this level and being around such tremendous athletes it's a it's a really cool deal if you weren't coaching football what do you think you'd be doing um i have no idea yeah. uh maybe teach something like that i really don't know yeah well i mean you mentioned teaching our guest last week Drew
0: Petzing the wide receivers coach said definitely something with math and Rick Dennison, the run game coordinator, offensive line coach, he has a master's in civil engineering. So, like, if we ever need an extension to TCO Performance Center or something like that built,
2: we have so many mathematicians here, you guys could put the whole thing together. Well, I can tell you right now, I'm not the one you want to you want to do any math at all. <laughs> um, speaking of the
0: offensive staff, uh, offensive coordinator Kevin Stefanski, what do you like about his
2: approach to offense? Um, Kevin's a very cerebral person. He's really smart. I mean, he's a you know he's an Ivy League guy, so wow. he understands the game, understands uh, little nuances about it, and and he's a he's a good guy. He's a good person, and it starts with that. So when, anytime you're working with somebody, when you work with good people, mm-hmm. it's enjoyable. How frustrated were you after the loss to Green Bay? Uh, every loss is tough. I mean, this league is you know it's a performance based business, and you understand that that winning and losing is everything, and it was tough it, it it stinks to lose and especially you know when you work so hard and you see the guys work so hard and play hard you want to see the results you know
0: with uh, with Kevin and and the entire offensive staff there and of course the head coach don't don't you think in that game you're down 21 zip but you got three quarters to go where i'm certainly not speaking for other teams andrew but a fair amount of coordinators and and people may just be like bleep it we got to throw and we got to throw a lot to get back into it. Seems like you guys definitely uh, stuck with the plan and continued to
2: run the ball and do what you do. Is that accurate? Because obviously it worked. Yeah, I, I think that the The idea is if and when you do get down in a game is not to panic and stay with your plan. You had a plan that that you came up with earlier in the week that you believe is going to work and and when you do get down is' just to keep going with with what you think should work and what you guys do well and 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 try to turn it around now
0: conversely off the Oakland game, you guys run for two hundred and eleven yards and um and and you know you ran well at Green Bay, but two eleven and thirty four points against oakland fantastic. conversely, how much satisfaction does that
2: bring an offensive line or assistant offensive line coach oh it's a it's a lot of fun, you know winning is fun, so when you can win um that's awesome doesn 't matter how, but then when you win and you set out to do the things that you talked about doing in the beginning of a week and you that the head coach laid out for you and that the offensive coordinator laid out, and then you went out and practiced, that's that's very satisfying. From your perspective, Andrew, what makes football the ultimate team game? Well, it takes all 11 to do anything. You yeah. know, running the ball, throwing the ball, protection, uh, getting everybody on the right page. That's the greatest thing about football is it takes all 11 on every play. Yeah. And, you know, whether you're you are the, the marquee um, target on that play or you're the backside guy on a run play, if you're busting your butt, that play has a chance to work. How much behind-the-scenes psychological work
0: have you noticed in your five years that that takes place with players? Not not necessarily just you, Rick, the late Tony Sperano, or anybody with like a player who maybe had a problem in a game gets down on himself, and 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 you need to to lift them up and get ready for the next week of practice.
2: Well, I, I think you know. Football is an emotional game and that's why it's different than any other any other sport is how emotional it is because it's physical, it's violent, and so you know, there there is a lot of mental uh mental and emotional work that has to be done each week and you know, you just try to stay, hey, look you can't let the highs get too high. You can't let the lows get too low. And you just you just stay right in and just keep sawing. Andrew Ginoco is our
0: guest on X's and O's. He's a Pennsylvania native. More on that momentarily. As we invite you to join us with Everson Griffin for Vikings Country. It's Tuesday, October 1st. Five thirty to eight thirty at Poor Richards in Bloomington, and it's presented by Miller Like. Get information at Vikings dot com slash Vikings Country. High school football in Pennsylvania. What makes those players tough?
2: And do Pennsylvania high school football players have any specific traits? Uh, well, I'm definitely partial because that's where I'm from. That's where I grew up. My dad's a high school coach in Pennsylvania, and you know, I just think there's there's definitely a there's a big game feel about it, and there's a it's a big atmosphere you know, I'm from a town of uh about ten thousand and we can get between four and six thousand for a home game and so you know you understand that it, it's a it 's a cool stage and it 's something that's uh that's really special and it's unique to that to that part of the country there's a couple other parts, but it's definitely unique to that part of the country, and I think you know you grow up and you understand the types of players that have come out of Pennsylvania and that you know you try to have a blue collar tough tough mindset to you college football for the Pitt Panthers what was that like oh that was pretty cool i mean you play your home games in hinesfield um, so that's awesome uh, you know uh, i was teammate i had the opportunity to be teammates with guys that became my best friends guys who were at my wedding i had the opportunity to become teammates with some great players you know uh you know i i was uh Two doors down from Shady McCoy. Yeah. And, uh, and so that it was a great experience at a, at a great university. I met my wife there in class.
0: Yeah. Uh, Andrew Janoco is our guest. You, um, um, when, when, when I was deep diving your high school and or collegiate run, one, one thing that I found that jumped out of me, and I'm, I'm hoping this, this internet page is right. One time you
2: ran for minus four yards in 2010 at Pitt.
0: What happened?
2: I, uh, <laughs> I dropped a snap. Okay. I dropped a snap on a, on a. on an extra point attempt, oh
0: yeah, you were the holder <laughs> there, right? Holder, yeah, yeah. I, and, so like when Marwan Maloof, the special teams coordinator, and everybody was going through the oh, uh, Corey Vedvik, Dan Bailey, hey, BB's holding. Now we got this guy. Settle on Bailey, Colquitt, and
2: Cutting. I mean, you probably had a, had a had an appreciation for the holding part of it, right? Well, no question. I mean, there's you know, it's something that you don't get noticed in, until you screw up. Unfortunately, that minus four yard run was a it was a pretty big play. it. <laughs> come on. Oh, yeah. Was, really? Yeah, Big East Championship. Actually, the- Oh, my God. Oh I, I, oh, I opened a wound. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, no. I mean, that's, that's part of football. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, yep. remember, don't get too
0: high. Don't get too low with X's nose, too, okay? No question. Um, and and um, with uh, Brian O'Neill, part of your offensive line, uh, is the fact that, that he has started a game at Soldier Field? He's in his second year. Of course, he's from Pitt. Um, did that experience help him with what's coming Sunday?
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean, any time you gain experience at all in this league, it's it's um it's very beneficial. So, he's been there, he knows what this, what it sounds like. Um he's played against these guys, and as you play against guys, you can build a, you know, you build an understanding of who you're playing against, where you're playing, you know. So, that's absolutely beneficial. How is Garrett Bradbury, the North Carolina State rookie, how's he developing? Um, you know, I I think he just takes a step forward each week and he does better a does better and better each week. Mm-hmm. He gets better and better each week. And he, it's a constant effort and a constant for him to strive to get better each week, run, protection, yeah. all that stuff, making his calls. So it's really fun to watch a kid like that work. When,
0: when, when Garrett, with, with, with what you can see now, you know, when he, when, when he goes as fast as he can and everything's working well, when he's years down the road, like what are some traits he possesses that you
2: think play after play will be incredibly good? Well, I think I think he understands football and understands the game and that knowledge base is just gonna keep getting better because he's a smart kid. Um he can adjust to things, he can see the picture. And then he you know, he has a unique athlete and he can do some stuff on the second level that as he gains experience is only gonna increase his ceiling. Last one, uh rookies Drew Samia
0: and Oli uh Udo. They made the team, but they're inactive weekly. So when that's the case, how how do you handle their progression on a weekly basis?
2: Well, you know, we don't know who's going to be up week to week, mm-hmm. and so everybody in that room understands that they have to prepare like they're going to start that week. Yeah. And so, you know, we teach them how to study film. Uh, we give them little stuff to do. And, you know, they have to practice and prepare like they're going to start for us that week. And they understand that, that, hey, it only takes – you know, uh, uh, somebody getting sick here, a broken shoelace, something, yep. you know, and all of a sudden you're you're there. My man, great work. Uh, thanks for the chat.
0: Uh, thanks, Paul. Thanks for having me. Andrew Janoco, assistant offensive line coach for the Minnesota Vikings. And that concludes X's and O's for this week. We thank Eric Nordquist with the flagship KFAN for helping, and uh, Mike Wabshaw on site at uh, the TCO Studios for assisting. And I'm Paul Allen. That's X's and O's on the KFAN Minnesota Vikings radio network. Second and four from the ten. Cousins under center. Thielen and Diggs to the right. They're both good. CJ Ham out to the left. Madison the tailback. Alexander gets the carry. Room up the middle inside the five. Touchdown, Alexander Madison. His first National Football League touchdown makes it 27-7, Minnesota.